Okay, here we go again. Are we live or Memorex? We are live, honey. Oh, God. Sometimes I feel like I've told you this recently, and I'm like, well, I don't even talk to you ever unless we're literally <laughs> on here. And I'm like, I don't have a friend. I just have a work partner. <laughs> exactly. Our relationship has evolved to where we only do business together. <laughs> Is it evolved or devolved? <laughs> I think evolved because it's like the magic of the show is the reaction and the surprise of it all. <laughs> right. And then sometimes I'm like, oh, I would have told him that, but I forgot already. So fuck it. I'll just do Oh, I don't talk to Neil about anything unless it's in my notes. <laughs> <laughs> well, Heidi... Happy Inauguration Day. Today is the day that Donald Trump was supposed to be elected president, or sworn in as president. So, as you know, I was on a little uh, snowboard vacation. Not vacation, yeah. but you know, just getting a little sunshine, a little springtime in, spring <laughs> snowboarding. And today I kept waiting. I was driving home and I was like, how's Joe Biden ripped his face off yet and showed that he's Donald Trump. We have been talking about it for two days. I'm so glad this is what you started with because I was like, oh God, I, I had that written down. Like, I wanted to know yeah. what has happened. Today is the election it? day. Yeah, he unzipped the face and there was Donald Trump inside him. Like the QAnon supporters thought that there was a special Did- surgery done to put Joe Biden's face on Donald Trump and then on March 4th, the real election day originally set forth in the Constitution was the day that he was going to rip his face off, face off, and become the be sworn in as the actual president of the new republic. Just like a Scooby Doo ending. <laughs> totally. Oh. oh my gosh! Look, and he rips the head off. <laughs> You're totally right. That is a Scooby Doo fucking ending. I am so glad, though. It's so funny because we were just kind of scanning the news, and, and it was hilarious because it was just like crickets. Yeah. Nothing. It's just like, stop with the fucking stupid already. I <laughs> know. Well, I saw some interview with some fucking dumbass motherfucking hillbilly, and the the guy, that, there's a guy, I think you know him on The Young Turks. I think he does stuff for The Young Turks. His name is Walter Walter Masterson or something like that. And he's really loud and kind of like in your face, and he kind of annoys the shit out of me. But at the same time, I'm kind of like, I get what he's doing. He's kind of funny. But he did one of those man-on-the-street interviews with this idiot, and he said, so what are you going to feel like, you know, when on March 4th, if Trump is not is not elected? And she goes, it took her a second. She looked away, and then she looks back at him, and she goes, well, then Trump has a different plan. I was like, they've always got a fucking answer, just like those fucking pastors. They've always got an answer. <laughs> And you said, just like those pastors, I need you to know that I fucking started following Paula White, and I read her messages from God yep. every goddamn day. Oh, she'll <laughs> she'll get in there. She'll get you. <laughs> oh, no. She'll never. But I like to read it just to see what she's spitting. Oh, right. <laughs> That's what she's spitting, girl. Oh, my God. I hear a I sound like- of victory. I hear a sound of victory. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Victory, oh, victory, victory, yeah, so. victory, victory, victory. I never can get tired of her, but yeah. she it was, is. It was good to see that uh, yeah, that Joe Biden didn't unzip his face and Donald Trump was underneath. Yeah. Oh, I, always, and I don't know if I have told you this yet, but it's so funny and now it just cracks me up all the time. So, uh, 
at the end of last season. I don't know. Maybe it was the end of last uh, ski season, snowboard season. And I needed new goggles. So I was like, you know what? Everybody's throwing these sales. So I'm going to buy myself some new snowboard goggles. And I got this really kick-ass double like i can change them out they're these really cool magnet lenses for a sunday or for a cloud day <laughs> yeah. and they're fucking kick-ass and it the brand it's a really good brand and it's called anon a-n-o-n so when all this shit happened i have been laughing oh. and the last couple days because mine say anon on the side i was like i just want to put a big fucking oh. q on it you should and i was like oh <laughs> My God. That's like a dog whistle. You would have so many fucking wackadoodles coming up to you on the slopes. I might do it now and then, like have a little Velcro one for now and then, and just to see. Oh, you know some fucking, like, insane person will come up to you and talk to you. And how badly do you want that, especially with oh. what I'll do? I'll just start... I'll oh, go I, into Heidi mode. I need that. I need that to happen. I need to be there. I know. <laughs> well... Uh, on that note, yeah. well, we can come back to my snowboarding. But, well, no, uh, I was going to say, speaking of your snowboarding, let's go. Hottie's Big Adventures, <laughs> our our own WGRL radio host, Hottie with no job, is <laughs> out traveling and participating in one of the most expensive sports ever. <laughs> but that's, that's what she does. what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> that's what she does. That's why we love her here at WGRL. She's out there. Making and creating content for you, the listener. <laughs> and just to piss off peaches. Just I mean, to piss off peaches, totally. Oh, yeah. I <laughs> uh, know. Well, oh, yeah. you know, I figure. <laughs> I just love it. So, anyway. Uh, by the way. Packed up a- by the Go way, we, li- we listened when I was in P-Town, which we can talk about later. We sat down and we listened to Peach's phone call when she called into our show for the first time. When she called into WGRL. If you guys listened back to the post-Super Bowl show, Peach is called in. She was our very first caller, and we listened to it, and it was actually really cute. It was fun to listen to it with someone else that kind of doesn't, you know, listen to it regularly and hear their own voice. And she really liked it. She was she was having a ball with it, and I thought it sounded. I thought we all sounded great. I thought we did a good job. It was so good. I've so listened good. to it more than once. I thought that whole episode was great. The call yes. was great. Yes. The banter during the call. Yes. Her, All of her it. quintessential Peaches giggles. I mean, I just loved it. It was yeah. really, really good. Sorry, yeah, We're going to do more of that. You could have been first, but we had a better caller first. <laughs> Cub reporter Lur. She's coming, though. She's coming. <laughs> oh, Cub reporter. I know she's getting her shit ready. Cub she reporter. She is. Takes her a minute. Takes her a minute. <laughs> But right. so, uh, yeah, tell me about we this packed up a couple cars and we went to Taos, New Mexico, which is only four and a half hours from here. Okay. And they've got a great mountain <laughs> and I've got free days on my icon pass. So like I've told you, I've got this pass that I can use at all these different mountains in Colorado oh. and then nationwide and actually worldwide. Like I could go to Chile right now and snowboard for five days on my pass. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if you did. Don't think I'm not. <laughs> don't think the plan Peaches. is not in the works. Peaches, I can go to Italy. <laughs> I can go to France. I can go to Argentina. I can snowboard all. I can go down to Australia and snowboard for five days. I mean, I think I'm that would be. I'm thinking about going to see Kitty and Michael because I can go for five days there. <laughs> I think that that would be the piece de resistance <laughs> is if if you texted all of us and told us that you were getting on a plane to go to South America to snowboard to hit the slopes. I think I think I actually may see her head come off and she would just self combust. 
<laughs> I, I think would, you know what. I and mean, to be fair, I think I probably would too. I think I would be like, "What the fuck is? What am I doing wrong that I work my ass off here, sixteen hours a day, and Heidi is flying and traveling all over to go skiing?" <laughs> because Heidi can't find a job. <laughs> so, because you know what you got to do when you're living, live. I know. I get it. You know it. what? Because I'm not gonna sit around and save. I know. I'll just. I'll just kill myself once we run out of money. So I'll be like, where's that bottle of pills I've been saving? Well, in Peaches to Peaches point, what she's always says is, I live for today. So, you know, you're at the same time she's, you know, gets so crazy. So do I. She gets crazy about you, you know, going off on these big adventures. And, and again, I do too, because I just shake my head, basically, and I'm just like, oh, my God. I just shake my head and just be like, whatever. Peaches just, it just makes her crazy. But at the same time, she will be the first one to say she lives for today. So, can't have it both ways. So do I. I know. I know. (laughs) It's just funny. It's just hilarious. It is funny. And it's funny because I laugh at it too while I'm doing it. Sometimes I'm like, should I tell them that I'm going somewhere? (laughs) Well, I would see you. (laughs) I would see you on Find My Friends and be like, uh. I know. (laughs) Anyway, so how was it? What happened? Anyway, it was, first of all, fucking beautiful. Yeah. It was 40 plus degrees the two days we were on the mountain. And it's a small mountain, and so it's also known for really, like, hard, hard runs and really steep. Like, a lot of bumper stickers say um, Taos is a four-letter word for steep. Okay. Uh, because it is, like, expert mountain. So we were a little like, uh-oh. But they had plenty of really great, you know, blues or blue-black. Oh, and okay. I mean, it was like yesterday I had on leggings and a skirt and a vest is how I snowboarded. I mean, it was spring snowboarding. It was gorgeous. Wow. And and because of COVID and you have to have reservations, nobody is on these mountains. Oh, see, that's the reason I want to go to like Disney World right now with the kids. I'm telling you. Yeah. Like, Neil, I'm and I thought about this two days ago. With my Icon Pass, and I can get you discount tickets, why don't you get out here for four days? We will go get a hotel, a cabin, a whatever, and I will teach you to snowboard in two days so that when next time we have our trip, you actually can snowboard. Oh, my God. That's a good idea. I mean, I would love to do that. I, and, I mean, And it's springtime right now, so it's like... Right. This, it's nicer. You're not going to have to deal with, like, so fucking cold you want to murder somebody. It's... Right. I mean, I... It's something to talk about. It's something Because I thought to think about, about it the other day. I was like, oh, my God. Because I'm serious, too, about all of us trying to get a trip in again. It, well, yeah, next year we should try to do a cabin like you talked about and texted about. And get, yeah. go get a, get, a, get a house and, you know, five, six of us get together and go skiing. I mean, yeah, it'd be great. That's but, something even Rob likes to do. Like, I think me, you, Rob, Peaches, and Daddy, like, that would be fucking awesome. I'm telling you, so Rita was there and it was so great because they came to the mountain yesterday at the place where we stopped to get drinks at the Bavarian house. Thank you, Taos, New Mexico, at the Bavarian house. And they just came and sat on the patio and had drinks in the sun and waited for us. Oh, yeah, I mean, right. It was like at the so lodge. awesome. Yeah, yeah, at the lodge. It was awesome. It was yeah. so beautiful. And, of course, at day one. So Shannon and I are uh, walking we're done for the day and we're walking back to the car and I've been like 
talking to Shannon about like, okay, let's, let's, let's start at perfection. What's your dream, man? Let's walk it back. Let's, so I can get a good idea because I'm clearly her wingman. And I'm always like, I can only wing for so long. You got to step in and do the work. I'm right. always like trying to introduce her to guys, strangers all the yeah. time. Yeah, right. I always strike up conversations, right? So we're changing our clothes and down to, you know, just like whipping off all the gear. And there are these two guys across the little lot and they've got their chairs out, having some drinks. They've got like, they're making pulled pork sandwiches. So they see me putting on, they're like, oh yeah, getting out of your outfit. You're all the gear, right? We're like, oh yeah, uh. it's hot. And I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to snowboard in my skirt tomorrow. And he's like, oh yeah, without your long johns. And I'm like, no, no one wants to see that. Hey. So, oh, hey. Oh my God. This is my in. worst fucking nightmare, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> worst nightmare. So... We're chatting. We're just like, you know, talking about blo- clearly they're locals. Hey, they're like, hey, where are you guys from? And they're probably in their 60s. Two guys that live, two locals that live in Taos, you know. So, you know, oh, we're here on the Icon Pass and we decided to come up from really, you know, quick drive, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, she and I hadn't eaten all day. One of the guys, hey, we're making pulled pork sandwiches. You want one? I said, yep, sure do. <laughs> so, oh, my God. We go right over, and I'm like, come on, Shannon. This is how it works. Right. Like, get your ass over here. Step (laughs) your pussy up, girl. Step your pussy up, bitch. As she looks, she's worked really hard to, like, lose weight, and she looks fucking great. And I'm like, girl. So we just sit there, and we are just, I mean, we sat and talked to these guys for easily half hour, 45 minutes. So, but they're the ones that told us about this Bavarian house. Nightmare. Which is... You have to have like a four-wheel drive to get up the backside of the main lodge, but it's at this lift. And so you yeah. can park back there. So that's where everybody, you know, if you get there early enough, the cool kids go up there and park. And then you don't have to go back down to the front, like the main part of the slope. And so you're like on the expert side all day. of like oh, the Kachinka I would take. I mean, it's and it was awesome. We had a blast. And we saw those guys again yesterday. When we were leaving, they were sitting there like, hey, you guys want any hamburgers today? We're like, no, we're leaving. But it was funny because one of them, because you know how they start to, he starts asking questions. And I'm like, oh, yeah, so you know our friends and my husband are back at the house. Because <laughs> she oh. like, right, got to throw. I'm like, I'm not, yeah, we're not playing that game. And he's like, and I can squirt. Your husband. <laughs> and I can squirt. And he was like, and I can squirt. That same question I always get. Your husband lets you come out here without him? My pussy's amazing. Is it 1947 and women can't go do shit Uh, without their husbands? Well, see, when you start to... Right. When you started to... like the way you already painted these pe- the picture of these people, it already annoys me because it's like this. It's that traditional like construction worker cat call. Hey, look at these little little filly over here. Look at you, aren't was. you cute little ladies? It kind of was, but they were. They ended up like that was like at the beginning. Yeah, but that doubt didn't continue whatsoever, and they were really nice, and they were talking about you know how this billionaire bought the mountain blah 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 and then i was like maybe they were actually the billionaires because they weren't talking shit and they seem to really know what the fuck's going on on that mountain yeah (laughs) but i mean but i'll say 
I was telling Shannon yesterday on, I said, you know, two things that I thought about this on the lift. I was like, you know why I think I love snowboarding so much is I learned to snowboard when I was 20, 21. Right. And I'm good at it. Like it is for a 52 <laughs> year old woman. I'm good at it. Right. And it makes me feel young, especially hip, right now. With the hip right replacement. Now, yeah. I mean, I'm catching air. I'm taking jumps. Are you serious? See, Rob, yeah, I loved, I loved I'm it when Rob. totally serious. Shannon was like, what the fuck? And I, I was like, yeah, she goes, this is awesome. I love that when Rob didn't believe that you could snowboard at all, adamant. And then you had to send him the video to prove it. <laughs> I, now, I'm, I think I'm doubting that you can catch air. I want to see that. I know, so I'm going to make a video, because I even said to Shannon, I was like, Rita's really probably never going to see me snowboard, and so he said, have Shannon take a video. Right. I mean, we were, it was just that kind, and I've been doing it more, so it's like, it just feels, and to know that I'm 52 on the mountain, and I can I can shred, and it's a lot of fun. There's two things. I was like, snowboarding makes me feel young. And being on a dance floor, and I have not oh. been on the dance floor, so I'm like starting to feel <laughs> only old. dance floor professionals allowed, <laughs> right? So you know that was uh, so that's good. It was it, it was a good. It was felt like springtime. We've already got our next two day. We're going to Steamboat Springs. <laughs> oh my god! Well, so wait, I went to I think that Taos is outside of Angel Fire. Is that right? Angel Fire, New Mexico. It's a resort. Mm, probably, went, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I went there years ago, decades ago, actually, with uh, Choctaw Nation. And oh, a, bunch of, a bunch of people, we took a big bus. It was super fun. Everyone went to Angel Fire. That was my first time skiing. And every, there was a group of people who the next day wanted to go to Taos. And I think it was for the reasons that you mentioned, that it's more difficult. Because Angel Fire is not that difficult, I don't think. Okay, yeah. So yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, you'd and and it's just it's so pretty. I mean, it's just beautiful. Like, you know, Taos kind of sits right down the like off from the um Sangre de Cristos. I, it's just and you know what I love about it is that it is it's this beautiful art town that's yeah. not trying to be Santa Fe. Cuz Santa Fe, yeah. I will never go to Santa Fe again unless like somebody pays me to go there. I don't like it. It's just not my, it's not my thing. It's trying to be pretentious and shit. And Taos is this lovely New Mexican art town with this great ski mountain and people are just nice and it's not pretentious. And the food was fucking awesome. Our place was great. We had a hot tub. It was perfect. See, I love the whole skiing experience. Like when Peaches and Daddy and me and Rob have gone up to Vermont it's just so fun. Like after a day of skiing, après ski, as they say in the biz, <laughs> to go to the hot tub and then to build a fire and all that shit is so fucking fun. It it's is awesome. And amazing. to be in bed at 830 because you're getting up to do it again the next morning. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> I Yeah, just fucking loved it. It was great. So yeah, well, we're already, we've already got a, we're going to Steamboat Springs 16th and 17th of March. You're lying. Nope. Shannon has. You are lying. No, uh-uh. quality in. We could get a hotel for <laughs> I thought like you were kidding. fifty bucks. No, Shannon's oh. got a friend that works up on the mountain up there. Her friend, and she's like, she's got. She already called her. She goes, I've got. 
parking passes for you. If you have anybody that wants to come up, I've got $25 lift tickets. She's like, whatever you need. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I'm like, let's go. <laughs> Again, I want to listen to this episode of WGRL with Peaches and have her hear this. <laughs> Because it's going to just, again, center over the edge, which I'm laughing at the same time. I'll think about it later, and I'll get pissed off at you and be like, what the fuck is she doing? Like, she needs to keep this stuff quiet. <laughs> Why? I know. <laughs> I know. Kids. I'm just I busting know. your balls. <laughs> I know. Well, I know. Well, but so anyway, that, well, that's, you, that's my week. While you were doing that, I was, of course, working. And on top <laughs> of working my ass off, I actually got selected for jury duty, which I texted you a little bit about. Went down to, uh, got on the got on the subway for the first time in a year, which that, was an experience. How was that in and of itself, it was good. It wasn't triggering. I didn't feel like, oh my god, oh god, I'm freaking out. Like it wasn't like that. You could feel that things were a little cleaner. There was not a lot of people on the train, which was good. But I just took the train from here at my station down to Brooklyn Bridge City Hall. Got out. It was totally fine. It was. It was. It literally is just like riding a bike. It you nothing <laughs> you know your body just has that muscle memory and muscle it's just memory. you. I knew exactly what door to go down into. I knew exactly where to go stand for the certain car I wanted to be in. So when I got out, I knew where I was going to be at Brooklyn Bridge. I mean, it was it was very much like just you just get into got back into the routine. So I that was interesting. Uh, I also noticed that I got right back into the routine of like getting my computer ready and my gym clothes ready and everything. Like I was like, it was just like riding a bike. I didn't really have to even think about it. I just kind of like did it. But so I get down there and actually got selected for a grand jury. And I was carted into the room with 23 other people. There was 23 people they needed. Then there was 23 people that were available. All 23 of us got selected. Boom. You're the grand jury. Here they are. They're telling us we're going to be here for 20 days. I was like, what the fuck? Like, there is no way I'm going to be able to do this for 20 days. I was under the impression that there was some kind of like AM, PM shift, like what I've heard before people do. You go in the morning, then you go home and you work and whatever. Or you come in the morning and then you, or you go, you, you work in the morning and then you come and do the afternoon shift for 20 days or 40 days or whatever it is to put your time in. Because of COVID, of course, they don't have the resources to clean the room and sterilize it and disinfect it, at, disinfect it after the AM shift leaves before the PM shift. So we're stuck there all day. The first day, we got there at 9, did the selection process. They educate you. The judge comes in. They swear you in. da da deedly deedly do And then they kept us there until 7 fucking PM. I was pissed because... I'm like, how am I supposed to really work if you're going to keep me here till maybe 5, maybe 4, maybe 6, maybe 7, maybe 7.30? How does a person plan their life around this? I just think it was extremely unreasonable. So I went the next day. I was like, I really I, I really found it interesting. I truly did. And I think, like, for instance, you or, like, Rob, like, it would be a great experience. Like, if you could do this right now, like, like where you are, I would say you should do it because it is absolutely fascinating i really enjoyed it i listened enjoyed listening to the cases and everything and what that was presented but i just can't do this for 20 days for nine maybe 10 hours a day and then come home i came home on monday night raced around and got food and then immediately sat down and started working thank god got on uh 
the meeting with me and did a meeting for an hour and a half with me at from eight to like nine thirty or something. Then I kept working until eleven thirty. I'm like, I can't do this, guys. And the next day, I thought, well, I, I started to feel guilty because I'm like, I really want to make this work. I want to do what I need to do. So I go in. I had a couple of meetings I needed to do that day. So I asked the guy. I said, I have a couple of meetings that I need to do. One's at one, and one is at two. And he was like, well. He's like, I guess the one o'clock's okay because that's during the lunch hour. He's like, but the two o'clock, he's like, you know, you know, it's going to be really tough. And I was like, well, okay. I was like, I, I, I don't know what to tell you. I really have to do this. And he goes, okay. He's like, well, you know, you can go ahead and do this today, but, you know, it can't be like a daily thing. And I said, okay. I said, it's going to be, there's going to be some, some meetings that have to happen over the next 20 days. And so what do I do? Do I just give you the high sign, tell you before in the morning? He's like, yeah, you can tell me. I mean, he was nice about it. But they had to be super strict because they've got to have at least 16 people in the room because that's the quorum. So they picked 23. They got to have 16 in the room to do the vote. Right. So he said, if there's less than 16 people or if you're going to make it less than 16 people, he said, you cannot leave that room when you have a meeting. I said, fine. Fair enough. We have enough people. I can figure this out. So I go and do my meeting and everything. And I'm like, we stay there till 415 that day. I'm like, okay, this is this is kind of doable, but I'm still, I can't do this. So I ended up, let's just say for the sake of live radio, let's just say I provided some documents as to why I would not be able to be present for the next 20 days, which are completely legitimate. I did not falsify anything. I would not do that, nor do I want to do that. But in terms of being able to commit that much time every day, there's just no way to do it. And And I explained that. I wrote a very nice email, I attached my supporting documentation, and everything is fine. So the fact that I'm here and I'm not in jail is a testament <laughs> to the fact that I think I think they're okay with what I've provided to them. But it was interesting. It was very interesting. I would encourage you to do it. So, I mean, I've been on jury. I've sat on a jury once. <laughs> I've never. I mean, and it's probably because I've just moved around so much that like we can never fucking catch her. Right. Well, that's that's the great thing about it. But but a grand jury is different. Like a regular jury, yeah. you sit and you know it's one case. The grand jury is like the way they described it to us, and they were giving us our little education was it's the emergency room of the court system. So basically, you're just there's people just coming in every day, all day. This case presenting evidence, and you you decide whether or not to hand down and an I, indictment. And oh, I was oh. I was. I was, I was up in this. Oh, I bet you. I was oh. like, <laughs> I knew like you were losing your mind, but I also knew that you were going to love the shit love out it. of it when you were listening to all of it. Oh, I my God. knew you would love it. I fucking was a pig in shit. I'm telling uh, you. I know. I mean, you know, I have opinions about everything. And whenever they were presenting <laughs> this information and we would get to vote and shit, I'm like, I got to fucking, I know how I'm going to vote. But, I think that, I love it because I've I thought it was like oh well isn't it basically like you decide if something's going to go to trial correct that's right. okay and and the fact that you are handing down the indictment makes it more compelling to the trial jury because there's 16 people who have already kind of seen this evidence who also agree that it should be that it that it's needs to go to court convictable or it needs to go to trial right. So right. it was interesting, but the one funny thing that I was gonna that I was gonna tell you is you know all these different di- district attorneys and attorneys come in to present evidence as to the prosecution because only the prosecution uh, presents in, uh, evidence 
at the grand jury. <sighs> I got to be careful with what I say here because I could get us in trouble. Yes, you do. <laughs> There's this lady that walked in and she was dressed in like a black jacket. She had a black like turtleneck on and a long like black skirt. And I didn't think anything of it. She had her hair pulled up in like a ponytail and she had a mask on and she had like her smoky eye. And she gets up there and she says, I'm the assistant DA and blah, blah, blah. Except whenever she opened her mouth and started talking, her voice was deeper than mine. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, whoa. I I was like, are you here to present your briefs or your briefs? (laughs) I was like, wow. (laughs) This took me by surprise. (laughs) Have you ever read the Pelican Brief? (laughs) It was... (laughs) It was great. I was like, oh my God, I'd love the fact that there isn't a trans DA right here right. in the fucking grand jury room. And I'm like, this is fucking awesome. Like, it was a testament to how far we've come. Obviously, we're in New York City, so people are more open minded, and you would never see this in, you know, Alabama or Oklahoma. Texas or Oklahoma or one of those right. closed minded, narrow minded states. One of those states that have all lifted their mask band. Yep. <laughs> all lifted their mask ordinance. Sorry. Yep. <laughs> But it was it was so funny. I was I had to put my head down because immediately I of course thought of Fred Norris on the Howard Stern show <laughs> when he used to always do the Nicole Bass thing. Yeah, and then he would like talk in the high voice and then talk like this. <sighs> I bet you got about an eight inch clit. <laughs> <laughs> and I and I just could not stop thinking about Fred Norris when he would do that to that Nicole so Bass and it would just I had to put my head down and I was laughing so hard and I wasn't laughing at the woman was trans no, obviously No I know you weren't <laughs> I was just laughing at the comedy of it all with Fred and Howard and what they they do and you know me and Peaches and Daddy do it too when we're in P town because there's a lady that works at a certain place that is very much, you know, she's got a very deep voice. And when and when she starts talking, you know, it's kind of like Bruce Jenner. It's like they really haven't done anything to feminize that voice. Their voice, yes. <laughs> like, they've done a lot of work everywhere else that you can see, but they really haven't done a lot to feminize that voice, <laughs> you know? <laughs> So it's a little shocking when when they talk. It's like, okay, I know I'm not supposed to be laughing here, but I'm like, dude. You're like, I'm not laughing at you. I'm just laughing at that. You've done everything but this thing that really is going to be like the piece that really kicks your femininity in to high gear. It's just like a total mismatch, you know? (laughs) And she would run across the courtroom and she had like a jacket over and taught us to kind of cover the fact that she didn't have top surgery. And she may have had like some little buds there. It looked like maybe she was taking some hormones or something to help them out. But I just, she was a pretty girl. She was pretty. She was, she had great makeup. I was impressed, but great hair, all of it. But that's Did you want to shout out, girl, I love your smoky eye. Uh, she had a great smoky eye, big, dark, bold. <laughs> it was good. But I thought it was great. You know, I'm obviously not making fun of her. I wanted to make that very clear. I'm not trying to... To, to do that, it was just it was it was just a, a startling <laughs> when she started You're presenting because you had to like collect yourself and like actually pay attention to what she was saying about this case because we're about to hand down an indictment to fucking send someone to a trial for like grand theft auto and I'm not shitting you. <laughs> I know you you can't say. Oh wait a second, I was paying attention to something else. Yeah. Can you repeat your information? <laughs> yeah, it was wild. So that was fun. Oh, that, made, that, got, that got me through the second day. 
But, you know, the other, a couple of other observations just really quick is just, you know, the whole COVID thing is just super fucking annoying. Just, just in terms of like, we know that it's not really transmitted through surfaces and touch and all that shit, uh, right? No. But that goes back to what I just said about how they don't have the resources to clean the room. So it's like, then don't fucking clean it. You know, you need to, you need to make this so that you actually have participation. I probably would have done, fulfilled the entire term of my duty if 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 they could have done the AMPM or only done ten days. It's just it, the the COVID excuse is no reason to make it my problem. You, this that's on you as the court system to figure out. Because what would happen, too, that pissed me off is there would be a guy that would come in after every witness, whether they were there for 30 seconds or a minute or two or three minutes, they would go up and they would ask him questions and they would you know provide their testimony. And after every single time, this guy would come in with his rag and he would stand there and for probably 45 seconds to a minute, we would have to watch him wipe down the desk, wipe down the chair, wipe down the microphone, every fucking thing. And I'm just sitting there going, this is the fucking stupidest bunch of shit. Like, it's a complete waste of time. Optics. Optics. It's lip service. Douglas called it lip service, and I'm like, that's exactly what it is, is fucking lip service. Yeah. Well, it's funny, so. though. I said something to a friend about that. I was like, this isn't, we know it's not contact. She's like, I know everyone says that. She's like, but, you know, if somebody is sick and they cough or sneeze and then someone touches it and someone gets it because of that and because they touch their eye after they touch the surface, I was like, I get it. I get it. I was like, but this whole, yeah, like the lip service of it, it's it's too much. Yeah. Everyone's touching shit. You know, people are wearing their masks. Just it's not. I don't know. Right. I know. I hear you. I hear you. Speaking of uh, COVID, and you know, I don't know if you've seen a lot. You said you unplugged when you were uh, skiing, but you know, the vaccine situation—the vaccine, good. the vaccine, the vaccine. <laughs> right? Uh, it's uh, you know going fine. You know, we're getting lots of vaccine, and there was another Johnson and Johnson, which is great. But the thing that I've been paying attention to is how pissed off people get at people "quote unquote" skipping the line. Which I, I'm kind of of the mindset that I kind of don't care, but it's this is the kind of behavior what I'm going to tell you about here that fucking gets under my skin. There is uh, a porn star named Cade Maddox, and his boyfriend is Kevin Benoit or Benoit or whatever the fuck that guy's name is that we follow on Instagram. They're both. Mm-hmm. They're Kevin is hot. There's something about Cade I can't stand. I've watched him. I've watched his porn. Peaches loves it. I can't stand the way he fucks. There's something about him that's just very gross and just like weathered looking. And yeah. yes, he's his body is beautiful and like it's like you know it's he's got like all these muscles and everything. But at the same time, he has all that. I still would say I think no to fucking him, just because it just looks dirty and gross. Dirty. And he does it all too. And I think that's maybe another reason why it influences my decision to not ever fuck him if I had the opportunity. Because it's just like he will stick his dick in anything, anything, and it's and he fucks weird. You know how like if you I don't know you don't watch porn, but when you watch certain people fuck these people that are porn stars allegedly, and or everyone, does he have goes, no rhythm? Yeah, it's something like that. It's like the it's just weird, and everyone yeah. talks about how great his dick is, and I'm like it's okay. I mean it's nice, <laughs> but whatever. But he just I think this was today or yesterday, him and Kevin. And you'll see this if you go and look at your Instagram stories. This made me so mad. 
again, I don't care who gets the vaccine. I don't care if you skip the line. If you got a reason or if you know someone in the business or you know a doctor or someone at the clinic and they have some extras at the end of the day they're going to throw away, go fucking get it. I don't care. But when you do shit like this, this is what's wrong. They put up, they posted a picture of them getting their vaccine or the, I think Kevin posted a picture of his ID card or whatever that piece of paper is they give you. Mm-hmm. And they said, they put on the story, they put on here, they, they said to do this, go sign up to be an Uber Eats driver because that qualifies to get a vaccine. So they went and signed up on the Uber Eats app or program or employment, however you go become an Uber Eats driver. Driver. Applied and got accepted or paid or to the whatever to be a part of the service so they could prove and show that they were an Uber Eats driver so they could go get their vaccine. Okay, if you want to do that, go do it and keep it fucking quiet. Instead, they're posting multiple stories about it, telling you what to do and how to do it so you can skip the line and go get the vaccine in front of other people. Go lie and become an Uber Eats driver, and then you can go get the vaccine. So much so that Cade sat there in the car, and he was about to get the vaccine, and he goes, oh, oh, hold on, I want to get a picture. He calls it a picture. That pissed me off, too. He didn't say picture. He goes, oh, hold on, I want to get a picture. I'm like, a picture is what you put water in, you fucking numbskull. And so he gets his Instagram out, and he starts to take his picture, and then, you know, he gets the, the vaccine, and then posts it in the next story, all you have to do is sign up to be an Uber Eats driver and get your vaccine in L.A. County. I'm like, fuck you. Why do you have to talk about that and post that? You just shouldn't. I mean, honestly. It's just, I mean, it's also that everybody thinks that everyone's interested in everything they do, say, eat, drink, and how they do stuff. Yeah. Everything. No one cares. And, and it's also, it's so... uh I don't even, it's, it's almost, I don't even know it's gross. what it is I'm looking for here. Or yeah, it's gross. And it's just like, do you even give two shits about humanity no. or about people? Like, you know, there's a lot of people out there that fucking need this long before all of you fuckers that need this. I'm not even saying porn stars or whatever. Just, just, you found a loophole, take yeah. it, shut the fuck up right. and then just move along with your life. Well, the thing that people were getting onto them about, uh, in in like the comments and some of the, someone took that post and reposted it. You know how the fucking Instagram is with the gays over mm-hmm. COVID side and the canceling and all, which I don't believe in all that shit. But but someone was saying it's fine if you want to get it. Kind of what I'm saying, but like, what about all the underprivileged people who don't have a car and can't sign up to be an Uber Eats driver? Like like the Hispanic population of L.A. or the Black population of L.A. Like what uh, about the those all people? brown communities that need the fucking vaccine before right. any of you? Right. It's just shitty, and to I guess again, I don't care if you're getting it. I don't care if you found a loophole. Don't fucking post it like that. You got to stop. That's horrible. Brian Atwood, that fucking uh, shoe designer, amazing mm-hmm. shoe designer. You know Brian Atwood. Mm-hmm. He is married to I don't know if he's married to. I guess I shouldn't say married. He his boyfriend or husband is a CNN celebrity doctor named Jake Deutsch. Deutsch D E U T S C H. Another couple of douchebags. It, I mean, I used to sell Brian Atwood shoes at Neiman Marcus. They're mm-hmm. fucking amazing. But you know what? I don't ever want to fucking see one again. They did an Instagram live story, and it shows the celebrity doctor taking the, what did he say? He He's posted on his Instagram, lucky, lucky, yes, we they had extra at the clinic I work for. 
and then and then he he sent, he puts up up a story of him vaccinating Brian Atwood. I'm like, why do you have you're a, you're a, allegedly on CNN as a commentator? Why would you jeopardize that by doing something like this? Why would you well, jeopardize hope- Brian Atwood's shoe career? Shoe career. You know, because everybody thinks they're fucking untouchable because they're someone or I'm a designer. It's their fucking privilege. It right. is exactly it's their whether it's their white privilege, their celebrity privilege, whatever it is. And they think that they can just be like, hey, look what we're doing <laughs> until they fucking lose it. So keep doing it till you fucking lose it. Yeah. I mean, because you there's nothing you can say to those people. There's nothing you can say. Nothing. Nothing. They're so starved. It's so sad. They're so starved. Um, Yeah, two, (laughs) this made me laugh, actually, in terms of desperation. This, I wish, I wish, (laughs) I wish this would have been posted on Instagram. Evidently, two 30-something-year-olds dressed up as grannies so they could get (laughs) the COVID vaccine. So they were successful the first time, but they got caught the second time. But, but here's the, here's the best part of it. Guess where, what state... Do you think that two 30-year-olds would dress up as grannies to try to cheat the system to get their COVID shot? Washington, D.C., because <laughs> I know two people that tried to come back into the club. Let's go get dressed in drag since we got kicked out because we <laughs> left our friend in there. Me and Delta. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Wearing mustaches and trench coats. <laughs> Me and Delta one time tried to... We we went into the stall together at the 930 Club. Or no, at, at Nation. Years ago. Na- uh, no, it was town. Town. Years ago. And we got fucking kicked the fuck out. Out. And busted. We had, like, we, basically like cartoons held you up by your collars. Totally. And threw you out the door. And we had just taken a hit of ecstasy, and they took us and took walked us outside and put us on the curb. And we were like, uh, uh, And I was still there and had no idea that you'd been kicked out. Correct. <laughs> Good times. <laughs> anyway, two grades. That was in Texas? Florida. Florida. Oh. Florida. Only in Florida does this shit happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I went to, uh, I was just having this thought and, you know, there's this way you order and you might know this. So we went to a couple of really great like locals restaurants when we were in New Mexico. And one of them, we had breakfast this morning at Michael's Kitchen. And, you know, in New Mexico, you order special you either you can order red chili or green chili or you can order your plate christmas where you get half red half green okay and it's delicious and this morning it made me remember that i was like oh my god i'm having green eggs and then i thought about dr seuss oh my god yes oh let's i got some thoughts on that i know so i only thought about it because i had just heard about it i had no idea rita was actually asking me he's like what do you think about this so we chat about it a little bit, and I'm like, what do you think about it? So, I would love to know what Rita thinks about this. Yeah, we didn't go into depth, and I was like, do you think this is racist? He's like, absolutely not. See, it's so interesting to hear a black man's perspective on this, and, and it, I think it would be great to have him come on the show one day and talk about some of these topics like this that come up, because I, I, I'm not going to say it's racist or not, because I, I mean, I don't know if it's I'm insensitive or if I'm not educated I don't think I'm racist. I mean, there's plenty of examples that I can show in my history where I've hired black people, many. And, you know, I I just don't see that I am. But I look at stuff like this sometimes and I'm like, 
I don't. I I read Dr. Seuss books. Like I read them with Avery KJ. I never. It never crosses my mind that what I'm reading or looking at is racist. It just. I don't. I don't. Again, I don't know if it's. I'm just stupid. If I need to be canceled, do I need to be canceled because I don't get it? I I don't know. I I don't know. I I've read these books. I don't see every it. single one. I have the entire collection, and I'll read. I love them. Yeah. But one of the people I heard a Fox person, I kind of because I kind of watched Fox to get the to get their perspective, and that guy Tyrone or Tyrese or whoever, he doesn't think it's racist either, and he said, "What character in a Dr. Seuss book looks like any other human being or person on this planet, in general?" He said, "That's the beauty of it. Everyone, everything in there looks completely different than what we know." So that's. That is that should be you know that's just part of Dr. Seuss, but you know evidently I guess just to go back for a second, six titles are no longer going to be published after the estate that publishes his books reviewed the catalog and all these complaints about the imagery. So I went and I tried to find some of the imagery, and you know there's not a good website that actually just like takes the images and says here's the images that is upsetting everyone. So you had to dig and you had to watch shit, and I kind of got bored with it because no one was really showing it because it's like because if you it show doesn't the imagery, fucking exist. They're digging to find something to just fucking put another thing out there. Are they? See, that's interesting. You say that. See, I kind of am leaning that direction. I don't want to sound so, like on here that we are like supporting like racism or anything, but no, no, I, no. I don't even know what titles. I, I know, I know nothing. Uh, I just know the surface about it. I don't right. know anything. Well, going on. well. Well, one of the thing, one of the images is it, it does look racist when you look at it. I finally found a couple, but it you know it shows Asians carrying things on their head. They're obviously painted yellow because they're yellow skin. Blah blah blah, that whole thing. And you know their eyes are very slanted, and they're eating noodles out of the bowl while other Asians watch. And that's I guess the most controversial of these is that book. I I and to think I saw it on Mulberry Street or something like that. Right. And you know I'm looking at some of these images. And I guess after you look at them and someone tells you they're racist, you go, okay, I see that. I guess you, I, can, I can understand why you would say that. But just to, just reading the book, I was like, I, I would never be so triggered. The question is, if it's what I saw on Mulberry Street, so if I see Asians eating, am I supposed to draw them like, uh, I don't know, cats? Or tigers, or elephants, or right. What am I supposed if I'm? So... I don't. I don't know. I don't. It, it's 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 weird to me, and I don't want to. You know how I feel about the cancel culture. I think. I, yes. I think the only person that can cancel you is you. If you just if we just stopped doing WGRL, if we just uh, took down our Instagram account. That's really the only person who can really cancel you. I don't believe in this whole like cancel culture thing to this extent. I, I, I don't know. It, I guess it's just framing it in the terms of cancel culture is what I'm having a reaction to. I think. Okay. I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm I just like, and they're saying we're not asking libraries to pull the books from the shelf. We're just saying we're not we're not telling bookstores to stop selling what they have. We're just saying we're not going to publish it anymore. So there's these six books. Whether it's racist or not, but I have an image here I want to show you, because it kind of goes to my point of, you know, am I stupid? Am I uneducated? Am I insensitive? I don't think I'm un- insensitive. I don't think I'm uneducated. I don't think I'm stupid. But there are definitely things that come up sometimes that people are 
reacting to and quote unquote triggered by that I kind of don't understand. And I, I'm kind of ashamed to admit it, but I'm going to show you this. This is something that I went, I kind of had saved this image to show you because I didn't get it. And it's a perfect time to show you. But there's this this real housewife. It looks like Heather DeBro, but I don't think it's Heather. And they reposted her in this hat. And they put, put an arrow to it that says, this is racist, point blank, period. Now you tell me about why this is racist. And tell me if I'm just stupid. The hat says, drunk wives drunk matter. Drunk wives matter. Is it um, racist? Huh. So, I th- the thing I don't like about it is that if when we're in a heated climate of yeah. Black Lives Matter, it's kind of like yeah. saying making fun of it, like or is it saying like White Lives Matter, All Lives Matter? No shit, motherfucker. No one's ever saying that they're not. But right now, this is an issue. So if you're making right. fun of it, don't fucking wear it. Like that might be funny in a few years. It's not funny to me today. It's not well, funny see, here's- to me. Here's what and I'm I say not about saying it. that it's well. It, it also had that. Remember when Melania wore that fucking jacket? Yes, I don't to, care. Yeah, right. The I don't care to. So it it kind of has that about it, you know. Where so I don't like it. I I don't know that it's necessarily racist, but I think it's fucking inappropriate. And consider your time. All right. So you know what? I'm going to take it one step further and just say this. I think it's fucking absolutely stupid. And if you think this is funny as a joke, whether it's now or in five years or 10 years or 15 years, you're just a fucking stupid idiot who doesn't understand yeah. what's funny. This is just dumb and you don't even under And you don't even understand what the fuck is going on. And yeah. whoever's made it okay for you to wear that, fire them. Right. Well, it's on Bravo. Oh, my God. But evidently, this, right. was, this was a while back. I don't know what day it was. But I saved this, and when I was reading that stuff about the Dr. Seuss books being canceled or, you know, unpublished, I shouldn't say cancel, I, I, it made me think of that. And I was like, I'm going to ask Heidi. I mean, you're married to Rita. He's black. What you obviously read it when you talk about some of these issues and things come up in conversation. I look at something like that, and people get so upset and angered and want to, you know, cancel whoever that is in that picture. I'm like, I, I'm, I look at that and I just roll my eyes and go, that's the stupidest fucking thing I've ever seen. Why are you mad? Like you at, why are you mad about it? Saying drunk wives matter. You should be mad that someone is wasting your time by making you look at something so dumb. Or you should be mad at yourself for actually giving it time to actually be upset. Yeah. Um. This guy named Bill Hemmer. He is such a fucking asshole. I cannot fucking stand him. He's one of those Fox anchors. He. <laughs> he's all upset because he's saying his whole point was if. Uh, they start canceling people over minor shit like this, then they're going to start coming after, hold on to your hat, Bible characters next. Listen to him. I tell you, if they start canceling these American presidents, they're going to come after Bible characters next. Yeah, you could. You could. Mark my word. Yep, wow. Yep, yep. Right? And really. Good. Cancel them. That is fucking stupid, first of all. I know. That doesn't even make. Any bit of sense to me. I know, right? Like, <laughs> He's worried about uh, his precious Bible characters. <laughs> and you know you what? Know, I, <laughs> what I would say to him is that's exactly what they are. Characters. They are characters. Characters. They, they never were people. They are characters in a book. And characters you know what they, in a book. They are no different than the characters in a Dr. Seuss book. I'm sorry to say. 
I know it may be right. hard for you to understand, and you may not want to understand it, but they're no different than the cat in the fucking hat, Bill. I I think I have to like go down a little bit of a hole and just re- see what's going on with the Dr. Seuss thing. Because I will also say this, you know, I'm same. I'm pretty educated and I'm like to say that, you know, I've, my black history is pretty strong, can yeah. always get better. I listen, I pay attention. Are you woke? Um, yeah, because I'm awake right now, so it's <laughs> what I'm doing. Word. It pisses me off so bad. It was okay when it started because it had, but that was a long time ago when it started. Oh, now. No. Oh, it makes me so mad. I'm like, you know, someone the other day they said woke, and I was like, I'm sorry, how do you like your yolk cooked? Uh, what was that? You like uh, over easy, hard? Like, shut the fuck up. Totally. Um, But there's definitely some times, you know, when Reed and I'll get into a conversation or we're watching something and we, you know, and white privilege comes up. And when you really start to go down the rabbit hole of white privilege, yeah, our entire, I mean, <laughs> I, it's hard to say, I can't do anything about that I'm a white person, but I can be conscious of understanding and really looking at all of it and it's it's strong like it white is. privileges well, it's what I, insane what when I you just go des- down when you really go down you start looking at it you're like whoa yeah what i just described about what Cade and uh kevin right. are doing that is white privilege Pl- plain 100%. and simple again you may not want to think it and you may even disagree with me and that's okay but I'm pretty sure I might. I may not understand if drunk wives matter is racist, but I can. I'm pretty sure that's white privilege. <laughs> oh, it's, I almost said that too, and I was like, "Well, you know," <laughs> but it is. It's 100. Yeah. percent Yeah. And yeah. Did you see? Yeah. Um, speaking of Bible characters, really quick, I pu- I uh, took a screenshot. We may have talked about this or said some text about it, but Chris Cuomo. <laughs> Talking about on when it was <laughs> a, when it was Ash Wednesday. Speaking of Bible characters needing to be canceled, and I say needing you, to be canceled because they you do and need I were to be talking, canceled. and you were like, "Oh my God, Chris Cuomo!" And I ran to the TV, and I was like, "Okay." And I think I told you too when I came back on, and I was like, first of all, born and raised Catholic, uh, up until I don't know the age of twenty or twenty-one, every Ash Wednesday." Went to get ashes on the forehead, right? Yeah. Nobody, <laughs> nobody has a perfect cross <laughs> on their forehead. And first of all, that looks like it was like with an index finger. You get the yes. ashes smudged with your thumb, and Correct. it actually ends up looking like a like like a, an ant, not ampersand. The uh, like a the, plus sign or something. Yes. But smudge. It's just like there yeah. is no form. He literally has. It's almost like someone painted it on. It's him. like it's makeup. So bad. It looks like makeup. And so yeah. So what I was referring to, how he just went off on a tangent, which is great. But sorry. <laughs> Chris, no, it's fine. Chris Cuomo broadcast. He did his broadcast on on Ash Wednesday with this perfect, as Heidi describes it, almost drawn on with makeup. Perfect cross on his forehead. And I'm looking at this, and I'm like, again. This is why they look at us Democrats and liberals and they think, what the fuck? Like, we are, we're going too far with some of this stuff. I, I think we are. And, and maybe this is not a Democrat thing. Maybe it's not a liberal thing. 
I I look at this as like again like the Instagram shit. It's starved for attention and recognition. But and all he was doing, all he did by doing that was putting it out there. I am a Catholic. Correct. That is not news. No. It is you are you are doing unless you're doing a piece on being Catholic. Right. Like everyone knows that you about you already. You don't I, that's just you've got to have you're in the news. You're on the news. It's news. Correct. So fucking make it news. That shit pisses me off. It's like it's it's like not reporting anymore. He's clearly sitting there making a stance. And maybe he did it right before his brother started to get in trouble. Oh, we gotta uh, talk about that. Yeah. Yeah, what about Andrew, that? Andrew, Andrew, buddy. Not things are not going your way. <laughs> things started, are not going your way. <laughs> yeah. They are not going your way. So um well, a friend today we we were driving, she's like, I don't know that he's gonna finish his term. I think he might have to resign. I think he'll finish his term. He said he's not gonna resign. I think he'll finish his term. This is me personally. I I really Adi, I've kept my, my word to you and to the to the WR, WGRL listeners that I really have not watched CNN a lot. I really kind of have unplugged and I just try to like get the highlights. At some point in the day I will watch it a little. But as far as like being plugged in all day, I just really have tried to to not watch it because it, it kind of bores the shit out of me, and I like it. I want to be bored. I don't want I don't want sensational news. I like it. Cuomo sexual harassing people. Cuomo's nursing home scandal. I'm like, okay, yeah, that's news. I want to hear about what the highlights are, but I don't need fucking eight hours of it. It's so boring no. when it's that much. But is he gonna have to? Com- com- is he gonna get to complete his term? I think he'll get to complete his term. I don't think he can run for election again. Oh, he can't. <laughs> I think that I think that they're going to try to impeach him so he can't. We'll see. You know what's really sad though too is because like he was America's hero. Totally. At the a year ago. He like I I did not miss it living in Denver. I did not miss Mm-mm. a news conference of his every morning at 11. Well, he was our like, president. In the time he of need. Was the, yeah, he was. And it was awesome. And to see this, because he like was turning into, I was like, oh my God, we still like, there's a few good ones out there. We got a few good politicians. And you know, that the holy thing, the whole, holy, huh, where did that come from? Oh, because we <laughs> we're talking about religion. Cross on the forehead. <laughs> the cross on um, Chris's head. But uh, the, he just, oh God. So he was going to put, they were talking to him about throwing his hat in the ring for, to run in 2020, but him and Biden are such good friends and they're so close that he said he wasn't going to. And not right. only that, his responsibility was New York, da, 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 da. And I was like, I mean, I said it to you. I said it to my father. We talked about it all the time. He's like, you know, that Andrew Cuomo. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, my dad, yeah. he gets all excited. And I was like, dad. I think right now Cuomo is putting it out there like 2024. I mean, he's putting a platform together right now to prove, you know, his legitimacy to be a kick-ass politician and really step up to the plate. And you think possibly, you know, throws hat into the ring to run in 2024 for president? Or you think you know, now? He's, you think now, even after all this, he is? No, this was what I was saying a year ago when I was oh. like, "Oh my god." Oh God! For president, totally agree now, with you. Now he's totally done. Agree. This is here's what. Okay, but let me say this, and I'll and I've said said something about this last week. 
that motherfucker Donald Trump was grabbing pussies, paying off hookers, doing all this shit. This is going to happen to Cuomo. Boom. He's out. He's done. And then, but we elect that piece of shit. Yeah. They, that's what they do. Come on. There's no logic. You've told me before. You've told me, stop trying to understand it. There's no logic. I know. I know. There's no logic. There's not. There's not. Oh, it makes me mental. Yeah. I, I mean, hey. you know, I don't, I don't, I'm not friends with quote unquote, you know, New Yorkers. I mean, the only person I would probably talk to this, talk about, talk to about this. Sorry, I'm getting jumbled. The only person I would talk to about this would be like my boss, maybe, or someone who works for me. Uh, and they're not New Yorkers. They live in Jersey. They just kind of know. But I don't really know people here that are like, even give a fuck. I mean, what we care about here is the mayor. And we want de Blasio to get the fuck out. He's terrible. Uh, right. He's just I've terrible. I've just always heard that. I know. Yeah, he's a fucking joke. But, well, so something interesting in the time of COVID, <laughs> everything, in the time of COVID. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, the Golden Globes. Oh, my last God. Last week. Yes. Being all video. So, first of all, I want to start out with. <laughs> Please. Of course, like I've been home and unemployed. So I was like, holy shit. I've literally seen like 98% of everything that was nominated. So it made it kind of interesting. I just kind of kept it on in the background. Do you need to clear your throat, Hadi? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the best one. <laughs> I mean, you would think you had to peel something off the microphone. But, uh,. I thought that was kind of fun that I literally was like, oh, I've seen all of this. I've seen everything that's up for nomination. Did you? Pretty much. Almost all of it. You had seen all that shit that was nominated at the Golden Globes. So, like, not, like, all the big stuff. Pretty much all of it. Really? A lot. A lot. A <laughs> the lot only of, thing like, I knew. It's all series. It's all movies. I, everything about it. Watched it all. <laughs> the only thing I knew and cared about was the fucking crown. <laughs> right. And I knew, because I... You had just gotten home yeah. after that crazy drive, and so and I was texting you, and then you just fell off, and I was like, you probably were unpacking and just got back from P-Town or whatever, so I was, I had asked you if you were watching the Golden Globes, and you hadn't said one way or the other. Oh, I so, don't even remember that you texted that. Sorry. <laughs> That's all right. That's probably when I told you about when I was going to Tahoe. and when I'm Not Tahoe, Taos. And you completely forgot. I was like, I told you I was going. Well, we did, it, was a, it was a terrible drive. God, it's so hard to drive back to and from P-Town. It's, I don't mm. know how Peaches and Daddy do it. It's, it's a lot. It's a yeah. lot. It was raining, too. I mean, that just is hell. Shit. In the dark, so, in the rain, six hours. It's just god-awful. No, thank you. Yeah. Anyway, but go so, ahead. So uh, did you see when uh, Borat? No, I didn't took... see that, but I want to go back and watch it. You need to because the, the first thing he does is he's, who do they say? The HB, uh, the HS, um, who do they think? It's not the, it's oh, the not Hollywood the Press. Foreign, the Hollywood Foreign oh, Press yes. Association. Right. The first thing he says is he's like, and I'd like to thank the all-white, still in 2021, all-white Hollywood Foreign Press. Did he really? Yes. It was. Oh, wow. I was like, I love him. Yeah, he's amazing. He is he's amazing. amazing. And then he won again. And uh, yeah, you got to go back and see his acceptance. But uh, 
Yeah, that, I mean, was I was. Good. I don't know if you listen to Howard uh, this week, Howard Stern, but he you know, he likes. He wanted to see the big win speeches, and he was pissed off that that they didn't let them talk. Which I agree. I like the whole playing off aspect. It's like Robin said, if you if you want to have an award show, then you know, or a variety show, have a variety show where you just you know play shit. But if you don't want to have the people speak when they win their award, then you shouldn't be having an award show because that's what it's about. So, you know, you, he, I guess Howard was pissed because they cut off uh, Sasha Baron Cohen, right? They did. Why would they do that? Even That pisses me off. Because they just, they have it all timed. And it was like an hour, like it was so short. Oh, it was only an hour? To- no, no, no. It wasn't only an hour, but I think it ran because for me it ended at like nine. I mean, okay. it was way shorter. Yeah. And it was bummed because, you know, the Golden Globes is fun because everyone gets drunk and you get to see everybody getting wasted and they yeah. come up and they fucking stumble. <laughs> so it's funny. Yeah. I didn't uh, really, yeah. when it, that was the same night that we were, yeah, like you said, I was driving back and we got back here. And I put it on for a little bit, but I was, again, spinning. I knew I had to go to jury duty. The next morning, I was trying to get in bed, shower, unpack, blah, blah, blah. But I had it on for like five to ten minutes. And normally, I would never miss the Golden Globe Awards. I was It's always like must-see TV to me. But I didn't really watch it, and I kind of didn't fucking care. didn't bother me. I was checked no. the fuck out of it. It just It's boring. And it made me think, did COVID kill, or has COVID killed, the award show? Because red carpet's gone, like is is this going to be something that is not going to come back, or it's going to change altogether? I heard someone saying that that this could be the end of the red carpet, which I'm like, I don't know how that if you have an award show, you're going to have the red carpet. People are going to want to go back right. to that. But They're going to go back to that. It was an interesting thought that came to mind. I'm like, hmm, is this going to be one of the casualties of COVID? I thought about that because I knew it was going to be on, and I was like, oh, I missed the red carpet, and I wasn't even thinking, and I was like, oh wait. There wasn't a red carpet. Right. <laughs> right. Well, so, <laughs> I do like that people got all de- decked out and to go yeah, to the living room. Did. Yeah, I Sure. I, I liked that. I thought that was pretty cute. It I, was. I would do that. I would get fucking gussied up to to go to the living room. That's that that's something that I thought was kind of cute. Yeah, I thought that was too. And then other people didn't give a fuck and they were in their pajamas. Right. <laughs> right, totally. <laughs> Which whatever. again, that was funny too. I kind of liked that. <laughs> I, Right. They came back after David Sudeikis won um, for, I can't even remember what it's called, and I've actually seen it. It's about the soccer coach that goes over to, he's American, and he goes over to England to coach a soccer team, and it's just funny. And he had a hoodie on, and so when they go back to Tina Fey and Amy Poehler, they're like, and you can get the David Sudeikis hoodie and for just, you know, they were just being funny about it because he literally was just like in this white hoodie, and I was like, uh. Oh, God. <laughs> it was pretty Well, cute. Tina Tina and Amy are awesome, too. That's a great double act. That's a fabulous. Oh, that duo. That's a fabulous combination. They can do no Absolutely. wrong. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a golden, they're- golden combination. Uh, no, golden. Yeah, great. The pun. Golden Globes. Get it? Golden. <laughs> golden Globes. Gold. Yeah, got it. It's golden dumb. girls. Golden. It's dumb. <laughs> golden showers. <laughs> dumb. Dumb. Um, did you? Uh, we're almost out of time here, but I just wanted. We have to, oh, no. of course. 
We have to, of course, talk a little bit of Rue, because what would a WGRL episode be without a little Rue Paul talk, honey? That's right. Give me the tea. So, it was. It feels like it was so long ago. I don't know why. Maybe it's because I had a little, uh, yeah. took a little four-day little vacay time in between. It feels like it was a long time ago. But it feels like ages ago. It does feel like ages. It feels like life is normal. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh... I was, I knew, I knew Sister Sister was going on UK. I mean, I don't even know how she, she did make, she made fun of her, which I did love. She made fun when, you know, that she was with her lipstick writing her message on the uh, window. I mean, on the mirror. And she talked about, she's like, I can finally take these damn teeth out. Like I need a rest. But it was funny that she made fun of it. And I appreciate that. I do too. I do appreciate that. But uh, yeah, it was her time. It was her time to go. But do you have to shout the fuck out for Ahura's Uh. superhero? So it was like lockdown superheroes. And she, when she turned that corner. Hang on. They had to make uh, outfits out of unconventional materials, meaning like tarps and paper and just shit that you would find at a junkyard, although you, they didn't buy it at a junkyard, obviously. But they had to just use unconventional things like, you know, blow-up mattresses and curtains and shit to make an outfit. But yes, go ahead. Ahoras. Yeah, I was just, clutching my pearls. I, oh my god. I was... She came out around... So, for all of you that didn't watch it, she was... So it was superheroes... In lockdown. Right. She took blue plastic. It was basically. like it was like an IKEA bag. No, she wasn't the IKEA bag because that was oh, Lawrence Cheney. Correct. That was Lawrence Cheney. <laughs> what did she make she that had, out of? It, it was almost like inner tube or something. It was almost like yeah, like bendable rubbery plastic type stuff. Yeah. Like she cut up a whole bunch. But she came around the corner and it was royal blue. And the way that she folded and then stitched it and she flapped her arms out like oh. this huge blue uh, shoulder pad. I don't even know. Just you've you got to go see it. There's a clip. It's all over. It's Twitter. It's everywhere. If you follow her, you can't miss it because it's all it's everywhere right now. Yeah. And damn, it was good. And you know what? I'm so glad. And here's what sucks for me. I can't read Twitter on Thursday mornings because uh fucking Yeah. It had already she had already said that she won. Yeah. So I, I was going I was reading Twitter on Thursday morning and she was like, Oh, thank God it was the design challenge and I finally won. I was like, God damn it. Oh so, that sucks. You saw it and oh God. See why did they I fucking was do that? Yes. And they so I was st- like, okay, that just means I can't read. I can't read it on Thursday mornings until I, I can read them on Friday. But uh but so I knew she won. But she, you know what? She deserved that win. Yeah, she did. But I think Lawrence Cheney did a great job, too. Lawrence did good. Lawrence's makeup Darling. is fucking killing it. How about listening to our special guest, Raven? Right. I know. Yeah. I loved. But- she was painted within an inch of her fucking life. Yeah, me and Peaches were looking at that going, like, what the fuck? Like, look at this. Look at this. I was wondering if you guys were going to watch it, like, real time. And I was like, I couldn't wait to see what you said. She And she was snatched. I mean, god 
damn. Well, Peaches couldn't fig- could not stop looking at how her arms looked so feminine and how like everything looked so perfect. And I said, you know what I think? I think she's on just a little bit of female hormones. Just a touch. Not a lot. Not a lot of detox. Not like she's trying to transition. But she's taking just a little bit of estrogen to keep her muscles down. Right? That's interesting that you say that because remember when she showed up and it was last season. And I don't know if it was season 12, Rue. But remember when she went to the workroom and she was almost in like that. She was in a bodysuit and it was cut all wrong and she, they, she looked thick. She looked big and it was like oh, right. not flattering. Yep. She looked like she was 30 pounds lighter. Totally. Totally did. But then the way that she wore that fucking hat, I, she just looked, it was yep. flawless. She, she looked was- fucking flawless. Well, she's amazing. So that was, I mean, I love yeah, her. and it was really awesome to see her because it's just, you know. Even if she is on female hormones. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I feel like I'm on testosterone. <laughs> How big's your clit? <laughs> big. I've said that to Rita before. He's like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we watched a documentary uh, that you need to watch, and it's about Buck Angel. I was going to ask because Peaches sent. I was like, "What are you guys doing?" And she's like, "We watched a documentary about Buck Angel." Oh, girl! And I was like, "Wait, did you watch a porn or a documentary?" She's like, "No, it's it was fucking, really good. It's awesome. You got to go watch it. I mean, to sit and watch it with Peaches and Daddy, like they they can't shut up, but it's in the best way. I mean, that in the best way possible. And hilarious. Daddy's one liners. I mean, Peaches and I were fucking." laying on top of each other crying like there's a there's a porn star that that buck angel has done a scene with and his name is enos (laughs) no it is not its name is enos and daddy goes enos i used to have one of those (laughs) i mean it's just like those little daddy zingers he's so fucking funny it's (laughs) insane if you don't know him i'm sorry that you're missing out because he's one of the funniest people i know yeah, we need to have Daddy on the show and just let him sit through the whole show and just he'll just pop up whenever he has a zinger because they are he's so fast and it's so fucking funny when he does think of something and he just says it. It's so good. It's so good. But he was you doing that what? the entire time through that fucking documentary and Peaches and I could not we were crying. Crying. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Well, of course, we didn't get to everything, which is fine because that gives you know, our audience and listeners more to want for next week. Exactly. <laughs> but we did another show. There you go. And you know, I have to say, Heidi, I shamefully had to admit to you, I have not edited one minute of last week's show just because of like the stress. Shame. Of- shame. Play shame. That- play that shame sound. Um, so I've got my work cut out for me and I'm actually looking forward to editing last week's show. If you're listening to this show right now and you listen in sequential order, you obviously have heard last week's because I'll edit them in order. So I've got my work cut out for me. We'll have another show next week. Next week is the one year anniversary of everyone working from home. So next week, Friday. Not me. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, (laughs) his anniversary is a long time from now. (laughs) 
Oh, my God. Well, girl, at least you have Steamboat Springs to look forward to. Right? <laughs> Use that icon pass up. Uh, all right, well, girl, I'll probably talk to you later, and we'll see you on the next one. See you on the dance floor.